Dylan Larkin gets his first career hat trick, and then the Detroit Red Wings are just shut down. We're going to break down the whole thing with you here on Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to Locked On Red Wings. I'm your host, Brian Fisher. With me today, as always, is Scotty Bentley, also host at Locked On Tigers, as well as host here at Locked On Red Wings. Scotty, well, first of all, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, you know what you said, as always. I was like, I don't know, those last couple of days, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling great now. I'm feeling great. It was a, uh, it was a, an, an eventful, an eventful last, like, four days but uh but i'm i'm good now good now feeling good uh the uh the i got my booster and it just got got the uh got the the better of me is is an understatement but back back and back and and ready ready to go literally (laughs) literally said we ball multiple times while uh while while dealing with what I was going through, <laughs> what's well, it's funny too. And a quick, like you dealt with like the the worst, like people who get like sick for a couple days from the booster shot or from the vaccine. Me, I a little bit of a sore arm. I was like, ah, oh, that kind of hurts. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Like, it just hurt when I was hanging stuff at the store. That's all it was. Man, like you you y'all, you have no idea. <laughs> like it, I mean, it was it was it was to the point where like on the on the spectrum of like severe side effects to you know mild side effects um i was uh i I was to the point where i was told by professionals that i was an outlier of the severity not even like oh yeah this is just like normal like super severe it'll hit you hard they're like no like you'll be fine but this is even like way more aggressive than like we know of and i was like oh well, that's lucky me. Um, but we're back now, and, and you, should, you should still get booster. And, and if, if I'm saying it, you know, like you, you, have, you have no idea what what my uh, my last four days was. So if I if I'm still saying it, then that uh, that's all you need to know. Uh, and we're gonna talk. Speaking of COVID, uh, kind of have to talk about the situation that's going on with the Red Wings and the rest of the league. Uh, to be blunt, uh, but first, before we get to that, we're gonna break down the New Jersey Devils. Uh, victory, the victory over the New Jersey Devils that happened the on Larkin Saturday night. Game? The Larkin game. Question mark? Uh, the Larkin, Larkin slash Bertuzzi game. It was honestly that's, just, that's it, the episode you know title. It the was Larkin the top game. line game. It was that's the top fair. line game. That's fair. Uh, but before that's we do fair. any of that, I got to thank you guys for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Scotty, man, it's just great to have you back. It's great to say you know, say your name again. I'm gonna tell you what. I, it's it's great. To, it's great to be in a situation physically where I can be back. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let's talk about that game on Saturday, the second half of the doubleheader. Which thankfully I did not have to work. I had to work the noon game. But first of all. Let's hope that the NHL and Little Caesars Arena never does a freaking doubleheader again. Because I about died. Like yeah, that was that, that, that was the I, worst. I saw. I was I, the first time i heard or like knew found out 
that they were going to do a in arena doubleheader. I the first thing I thought was Brian Fisher. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I hope I hope that he is not working both games in that. It's been a really stressful stretch here before Christmas with a ton of events at LCA. So yeah. I I did get out before right before doors of the wings game. Um and of course that was the one game I didn't get to see all season long. And Dylan Larkin goes out there and gets a hat trick. Tyler Bertuzzi goes out and gets two goals. Cider with an amazing assist. Raymond Talley an assist. I had to like make sure I went back and like watched all the highlights and all the recaps just to catch up because like I was so mad. Like the one time I don't watch the hockey game or the one time I'm not there working the game, the Red Wings show, despite how short they were on the bench too, like they were missing multiple pieces. They lost Phil Zidino oh, right yeah. as Puck was about to drop. Uh, they already are down Rasmussen, who's a good, like he's a depth center for you. You're missing Fabry, another piece of your second line. Mendelkovich went, albeit Grice was going to start no matter what anyways. He was the starter tonight. Like you lost a ton of pieces in this game, Scotty, and you still went out there Blew out the Devils, who are bad, albeit are a bad team. And Larkin got his first career hat trick, and Bertuzzi scored two goals. Like, what more could you want for a Saturday night hockey game at Little Caesars Arena? It was an electric factory, baby. It was it was unbelievable. It was so fun to watch. Uh, I mean, what what could you say? Like, Dylan Larkin was was on one. That that the goal for the hat trick was was so pure. And so it, everything about it, like the fact, you know, breakaway, like it really was like all his moment. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's exactly how every kid wants to get their third goal. Like on a one-on-one break, oh, he's going for the hatch. You know what I mean? Like that is, that is exactly how every kid who's, who's skating or, or playing in their driveway or whatever growing up wants to score their third hatch, their third goal for their, for their hat trick. And uh, the call was fantastic. Dylan Larkin, thir- his first hat trick in his what seventh career year. Yeah. Like everything about it was unreal. LCA was rocking. It was it was something <laughs> else, baby. If LCA is a rocking, don't come a knocking. Uh, <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. What about uh, and so Chris Kulo? That was his first career point on that third goal and that breakaway pass. Larkin did a hell of a job receiving that. I wonder, so it was his first career hat trick and the first career point for Chris Kulo. Did they like, cut the puck in half? Like, if I'm Larkin, I want that. But if you're Chris Kulo, like, hey, this is my first NHL point, probably my only NHL point. Like, hey, man, give me that puck. I don't know how they did it because, like, so Larkin, I mean, Larkin very clearly in the picture had, like, the three pucks with the tape on it, right? So, like, yeah. I I think – But Chris I, I don't Kulo know. also had a picture. Yeah, picture he did. He did. I don't know how that works. I don't know who they gave it to. It's going to be a fight for that one. I probably don't think they cut it in half. I, Larkin, I, can, I think we can eliminate that possibility. Larkin's going to pull the captain card, be like, you know, and just going to circle the C on his chest, be like, yeah, the puck ball. <laughs> I mean, like, it's also a very Dylan Larkin move, I feel like, to be, you know, like, oh, it's your first point. Like, you have it. They'll give me some puck that was used, like, the next play, and I'll just pretend like it or whatever. I don't know. Lord gonna be like, I got a lot of more uh, hat tricks ahead of me, so don't worry about it. Yeah, I, I got I got a lot of pucks already in my in my home, so it's it's all right. Yeah, and those so we had a four point night because he also had assist uh, assisted on Bertuzzi's second goal, so he is now at twenty nine points in twenty seven games, and you know that's such a minor thing, like where he's at point wise, but it feels so good to say that Dylan Larkin is above a point a game. He is a player. Awesome. That and I, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Somebody that even at, I at points thought was maybe a, a second line center. 
Now he's above a point per game. And it just feels so good to say that the Detroit Red Wings finally have their bona fide, not just number one center, but number one line. Like they have that set in stone. We've talked about the top line all season long, but like for once, for the first time in a long time, we don't just have a top line, but I feel like that top line is cemented, that it's solidified. And we Bertuzzi had two goals, Raymond had an assist. It just it feels so good to look at Larkin with 29 points in 27 games and just know that top line is efficient and doesn't go cold. One player might go cold on it, but the line itself doesn't go cold. Yeah, absolutely. And and we've talked about it before, but this line by any analytic, whether you use, you know, more old school, I guess, more like less advanced stats and just use like uh, like goals, assists, points, plus, minus, whatever. Like it's a, it's one of the better lines in hockey. And then if you use more analytical numbers, like it's it's also one of the most productive lines in the entire sport and continues to be so when it's at that full strength of that Raymond Larkin and Burt one, two, three. And uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that Saturday was no different. That's for damn sure. No, it was an awesome game to watch. Uh, we're going to continue to break down this game for you on the other side of this break. But first, I got to talk to you guys about Built Bar. A holiday season is quite literally here, guys. And Christmas is on Saturday. Oh, my God. Christmas is on Saturday. I do not like saying that. It's come on way too fast. Um, it's, it's here, man. If you guys are looking for a last-minute gift idea, go with Built Bar. Uh, it's amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat but high in protein. You'll get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy with so many flavors to choose from. The person you give it to will be astounded and so pleasantly surprised because there's raspberry and mint brownie, cherry and double chocolate, cookies and cream and peanut butter brownie. Cookies and cream, honestly, I need to try that one. That might be the next one I oh, try. Oh, it's good, Scotty, man. Because I, I love cookies. I love cream. It's got that like Oreo type flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, dude, it's good, man. It's oh, real good. It's nice. Man. That's going to be the next one because I need to swallow the goal and size is the prize. And Built Bar will help you get there. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa as well. Let it melt a little. Give your beverage a, a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. But make sure you bring a couple napkins. Uh, go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. And picked up neatly by Larkin. He's got two goals. Larkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. It's 4-1. All right, Scotty, as we continue to break down this 5-2 Detroit Red Wings win over the New Jersey Devils, uh, guess we'll start talking a little bit about, so Bertuzzi had two goals in this game. It was nice to see him clap back i guess that's not the right terminology but you know he's right back he's the horse was named friday <laughs> for tyler Bertuzzi. i still cannot believe you had never heard I'm getting that a lot of mileage out of this joke by the way unbelievable yeah so is everyone else in the planet well you're you're 15 years late to getting mileage out of the joke well <laughs> shut, shut up leave me alone <laughs> it's been a rough week feel bad for me uh Man, although yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Bertuzzi. Had, Bertuzzi had two goals in this game. It was nice seeing him after 11 straight games of not getting a goal and a stint on the COVID list. Now he has three goals in two games. His first goal that was assisted by Moritz Sider. Honestly, Sider's assist was way more impressive than the goal. The shot was just a shot from the high slot that found its way through. Moritz Sider's puck discipline, especially at 
their blue line, the opponent's blue line just continues to impress me. He had two guys converging on him. And somehow with the guy literally like six inches from him, makes the pass through the player's legs to Tyler Bertuzzi. As the, like, I just, I don't understand how he has that type of vision and uh, uh, awareness around him with that kind of pressure on him and the ability to sneak the puck through to Tyler Bertuzzi. Like that is the second time he's done that sort of play in this past week. Like he did it earlier to Dylan Larkin, who scored from the point from the blue line with a guy on him. He snuck it under the guy's stick. Like this is the, the thing about Mort Sider. One of the things about Mort Sider, we've been advertised is his puck discipline and puck possession on the blue line. And he just continues to just blow my mind with how he's capable of doing that. <laughs> uh, it was, I mean, he, he was his ability to, like you said, his ability to control the puck and his decision-making when he is on the opponent's blue line is remarkable. And it was something that was advertised. It was something we knew we were going to get. And now he's an assist machine and they continue to pile up and he, he continues to look beyond impressive. And, and that's, that's so important too, because we know everybody knows how good of a defense if defenseman he is right yes so like that's already that's like that what he's hanging his hat on the physicality and, and being defensive that's like his game and now we have this whole like this whole other layer of of oh he he's actually can i i feel like saying run an offense is maybe a little too dramatic or strong but like he can run point at the top uh, of an offense and have it be successful. No, he could but very much out, like, he, like very successful. And the fact that he's only a rookie and is already doing that. I mean, I, I don't know, man, I get so excited about thinking of the future of this team. And, and he is obviously as he is to everybody, one of the biggest reasons why. Well, you know, I, I said, I wasn't going to do this. I really did. And now I, I, my mind is automatically going there. And we talked about how, and you're going to laugh as soon as I say, because we talked about it between segments that we didn't have to do it. Oh, you but, want to talk about the Calder? <laughs> yes. I can't, <laughs> I can't not. Because we talked about how, like, I think in both our minds, Raymond was becoming the runaway favorite with how hot he was. And he's still gar garnering points. But, like, it's mostly assists. It's been a goal here and there rather than just all the goals he was getting. Moritz Sider has been defense defenseman number one since the moment he stepped on the ice. He, had, he led the defense again. Only defenseman to register over 20 minutes, and he registered 24 minutes in that game on Saturday against the Devils. He's got over 20 points in 30 games played, so he's on pace for 40, 50 point season. As in his first career year as a defensive defenseman, like I, because defensive defenseman, defen defensive defenseman don't get a lot of like hype. People, I think, are underrating what how, how much he's been doing, but I think he's right neck and neck in that Calder race. And on top of like to go back to what you said, like he is excelling offensively because he excels defensively. If, if you know what I mean, like for sure, because he's so good with puck possession at our blue line is why he's getting assists and why he's, you know, providing offense. Like his ability to hold on to the puck means that he can create space to make the pass. Like his defense is allowing him to create offense. For sure. Absolutely. A good, good, good defense creates good offense, baby. Yeah. That's that, like, I, I, that's the golden rule. Right. And, and he is the prime example of that. And, and like, again, it's just, it's so remarkable because it's not just he's a, such a good defenseman that he creates a stop or gets a turnover or whatever. And then, you know, can, can push the puck down ice and then uh, 
you know, our offense can just handle it. And that's still that, you know, that's fantastic. And whatever, like you, you need that. But what what's remarkable about him is, is that he does that. He gets the stop, but then he is also getting the puck back at the top of, of the zone and kind of running. Like he, he is doing both by himself, by himself again is, is no. far too dramatic, but like, he is he you're not is, far off though right he is the reasoning and he is like the cornerstone for the defensive stops that turn into offensive production he is doing the defense and the offense of those moments and that is unbelievable yeah it's been incredibly fun to watch um he's definitely you know he's definitely the quarterback of the defense and in time he'll be the quarterback of the entire team from the back end and it's just like you said scotty it's incredibly fun to watch um, the other guy I wanted to mention, uh, got to give some love to Thomas Grice. I feel like we've been bagging on him a little bit lately because he hasn't had the best performances, uh, but he played pretty well in that game. You know, he had 31 saves and 33 shot, uh, shots against only allowing two goals. It's nice to see him. Now he was going to start this game regardless. Nadelkovic, we all know went into COVID protocol and we're talking about the whole COVID situation in the final segment, but Grice was going to start this game regardless, but he didn't have anyone who could back him up like i mean calvin picard got called uh called up but he didn't have anyone who could bail him out so to speak if grush is having a bad game you throw picard in there you know he's he's capable i guess of filling that backup role but he's not alex and elkovich and now you know he didn't he, last year he had jonathan bernier to back him up so grice had to come out and have a good game because he had no one who could possibly bail him out behind him and he came out and he had a good game and it was just nice to see that he is capable of doing that despite being like 36 years old and kind of have honestly having a down year. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. It, it was a beauty. And, and it, it was, uh, you know, for as, as good as the offense was, and I thought the defense looked pretty solid and especially in comparison to kind of some of their performances the last couple of weeks. Um, it was, it, you need all three of those components. And, and, you know, while he wasn't some masterclass on his head, you know, ridiculous performance by any stretch, if, if I've said it a million times, if Bryce goes out there and keeps us competitive and keeps us in games, that's all I care about. And he sure as hell did that and a lot more on Saturday. So props to him. Yeah. Well, like with the exception of that very first goal where it was just a knuckle puck that found its way through, he looked yeah. fine. He made the saves he should have made. He didn't have to, he didn't go out of his way to make any insane. He made a couple of nice saves. He did, but like he, he kept the team in the game, gave them a chance to win. And, and a game where depth is definitely hurting for the Detroit Red Wings because of all the COVID situation, you needed goaltending on your top line to show up, and they definitely did. And 5-2 win. Enjoy it, because it's the last one you're going to have for a while uh, until at least uh, December 27th. And we're going to talk about that whole situation when we come back. But first, got to talk to you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season. First, Lions got to win. They beat up the Cardinals. What the hell? All of Detroit. I'm wearing my Lions hat to celebrate. All of Detroit the, with the a first, dog, It feels like the first time all season I've actually been able to wear the Lions hat after the Lions game. <laughs> I mean, they got that winner of the Vikings, but I didn't have it on me as I'm a parent. Uh, but, man, what the hell? I don't even know how to feel about that. A beatdown. Uh, yeah, beatdown of the 10-plus win Cardinals. 10-3, oh. and three, now 10-4, and four, baby. We, we ball. 
Well, if you bet on the Lions, you probably made a pretty penny because they are definitely underdog. Uh, bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Larkin, Raymond, open, scores! Hat-trick. Lucas Raymond with oh. a hat trick! Oh. Set up by Larkin Insider! <laughs> and the Red Wings have a 6-3 lead, 7 into the third. Congratulations, Lucas Raymond! Lucas Raymond! Final segment of Monday's edition of the Locked On Red Wings. Scotty, the Red Wings do not play a game tonight. They do not play the Colorado Avalanche at home. And they are not going to be playing the wild on, I believe it was supposed to be Thursday in Minnesota because much like many other teams, they're going through a COVID, I won't say crisis, but a spike in cases. Uh, They lost Alex Nadelkovich, Pew Suter, Sam Gagne, Joe Valeno, Philip Zadina, Robbie Fabry, Michael Rasmussen, Carter Rowney, Giovanni Smith, along with head coach, Jeff Blaschel, assistant coach, Alex Tangay, um, and another assistant coach, I believe today, all two COVID protocols, basically making it impossible for them to play. They lost, started this, this bunch of players. They started losing. They started losing before the game on Saturday. Uh, they had to call up coaches from Grand Rapids to stand behind the bench. They had to call up players from Grand Rapids, like Calvin McCart, who we mentioned to be the backup tendy. And then with more positives shortly on the way, the NHL said, get through your game. We're going to shut it down, shut it down. They did. Scotty, this is just, um, I, I think we all saw it coming. I was honestly surprised they played yesterday's game with how short noted. Like, they lost Phil Zidane right as the puck was about to drop. Um, but the bright side to all this, if you're looking for a silver lining, is even though the games are postponed, every player, with the exception of Tyler Bertuzzi, who we've talked about, is vaccinated, and all these players are f- have, uh, having very minor symptoms, if any at all, which proves the vaccine is working. It's doing its job. Um, it's just that they're, because they're testing all three days, they're finding out players are asymptomatic and they're trying to shut them down. So it's not transmissible, but it's just getting very tiresome for this to continue to happen. And I, I, the NHL's protocols as it stands, I think don't, I don't know. I don't want to say they don't work because they're finding players who are positive, but if the vaccines are working, I guess I'm just getting, starting to wonder if there's a point. I know the NFL recently, adopted like only test if you're symptomatic policy. I I'm not sure if the NHL can continue their season with it going like this without them making a decision one way or the other to either shut it down completely, which they're shutting down several teams until after Christmas Red Wings first game is in until the 27th, the next game against the Rangers, or if they just start doing what the NFL did where they only test symptomatic players. I, I feel like one way or the other is inevitable because the way they're doing it now is just temporarily shutting down teams and stretches. It just feels like it's impossible to continue that trend. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 we're about to head into to the third calendar year with this thing. Right. Um, it's, it's unbelievable that, that this is our, uh, our reality, right? Yes. If, if, if anybody told us that this was a thing in, in 2019, I, it's, it's 
uh, unreal. I, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around a lot of it and, and that this is, uh, you know, just reality now. And, and there is a, a very difficult decision that that's going to have to be made with the policies because you are going to have to decide, like you said, whether the uh, if, if, if you're just going to keep doing it the way that it is, where it is complete, um, you, you test positive no matter what your symptoms are and, and you're sitting out for whatever it is, 10 days, then you, you, you might be right that the league might be, might be shutting down here relatively quickly at just as, I mean, they might not be able to play like literally that I'm, I'm not no sure. Players. Right. Unless you play fielding NHL teams, you know, or AHL right. teams rather. Um, but Again, like then, then there's some to be said for, you know, it, it feels kind of weird, even though the vaccine is, is like you said, clearly doing its job. And, and we haven't found, thankfully, very many cases at all within the NHL level, at least, of uh, players testing positive, and getting hit really hard with it. So obviously the, the vaccine is, is doing something. Uh, but it's, it, it also just the, the feeling, I guess, of this is very arbitrary. But no, the, you're good. The, the feeling of like, of, of, yeah, we'll just like let the entire NHL get COVID and then just like keep playing is also, we, and, and again, like it's, if, as long as people aren't getting super symptomatic and everyone's vaccinated, like it should be fine. Um, but it's just the, the, again, feeling like arbitrary, like just the, the subjective feeling of that is, is, is weird in the same yeah. breath. And so, it's uh, it, they're gonna have to make a decision, but and the thing is, they're gonna have to make a decision damn quick because <laughs> we we have way too many teams that are, and the NBA is going through the same thing. The Orlando Magic played a game the other night where they had eight players active and their opponent had seven. Like that, you you can't do that for a full season either, right? So, um, th- those two leagues, which are so lockstep in in so many different ways, are gonna have to, like you said, come to a decision on on what their policies are going to be going forward and, and whether it's going to take the NFL route of just symptoms or, uh, or if they're going to keep doing everybody and see what happens. But regardless, yeah. we're, we're going to be out of Red Wings hockey, no matter what the policy is uh, for, for the next week. Yeah. And so the players are frustrated and I feel like to an extent, justifiably so because they're all vaccinated and they're still getting tested on a 72 hour basis. The, and the, the reason they're frustrated, and I understand why they're frustrated because fans are allowed in their arenas, unless you're in Montreal and also the Canada shutting down the border for cross that's the cross other country thing. games. That's the um, other thing that, that only the NHL at a, on a major scale has to deal with, right? A, what, yeah. a, a quarter of their league in is Canada in a different country that is much currently much stricter. stricter um, what's the word I'm thinking of much stricter on policies, like, protocols. Policy, yeah. Whatever word you want to use. I couldn't think of any of them uh, <laughs> for, for COVID and on a just general scale as a country, not even just for their, their hockey players. So that's, that's another thing. The NHL has to accommodate two different countries policies rather than just, uh, and that's all why the other leagues who, 
pretty ascent outside of teams who have like one team in Toronto. It's a lot different. And that's why I think if they were to go either route, either shutting down completely or just only testing symptomatic, why I think they'd shut down the whole league, which you're starting to see a little bit, shutting down teams temporarily because you have to also cater to the Canadian government, which is like we said, a lot stricter, which which is why I don't think you're going to get an NFL route where they're just going to test the symptomatic. But I understand why players are, are, are you know, frustrated because they got vaccinated. They did what they were supposed to do, mm-hmm. and they're still getting tested every 72 hours. And even though they feel 100% fine and could still play and they're still in the gyms working out at home, um, like they're still not being allowed to play. Meanwhile, fans are allowed to pour in the buildings without masks. Right. I have to wear a mask through my job, but like if, unless I, I don't get tested every day. So unless I'm symptomatic, I don't have to get tested. So everyone in the arena is working, but the players themselves are not allowed to play unless they're vaccinated or unless they test negative every 72 hours. So I understand why the frustration is there, and which is why I'm saying For the sure. policies as they stand feel like they're a little outdated. They, they worked good in a situation where the whole league wasn't vaccinated, but with the, where the league is vaccinated now. And I understand that if you're vaccinated, you're still transmissible which is why I'm not completely sold on just going the whole only testing your symptomatic route because you could still pass it on. But right. if, if everyone is vaccinated, which not everyone is, and there's people who medically cannot get vaccines, like they're allergic to what's the ingredients of the vaccine. So I understand that. I'm not Again, I'm not trying to be like, just get rid of the, the testing altogether. But I'm saying <laughs> there has to be, the NHL has to make a, a decision one way or the other on either shutting down or only testing the symptomatic because the protocols as they stand just don't really make a whole lot of sense because you're making players who feel completely fine sit out while the coronavirus tears through locker rooms and you're only catching it after they're already positive. So they're still spreading it and then they're spreading it and then you're like, okay, go sit down. So they're they're not catching it in time. Like you can trace back through contact tracing, which team it started tearing through first. That team went on a road team on, you know, face another team. Then that team got hit and then that team played another team and that team got hit. So the policies aren't working. You're not catching these players in time. Dylan Larkin left halfway through a hockey game. You know, we, you know, we talk about he's a false positive, but this isn't. I, you know, he's not the only player this has happened to. What is the point if players are you're only pulling players off the ice after they're already infected? Everyone else, you know, right? Yeah, the the. I mean, at the end of the day, no matter what the, no matter what everybody and every individual's opinion is of what they should do the policy is almost certainly going to change to an extent. It's just a matter of whether that is more leniency or stricterness, which would lead to undoubtedly a league shutdown. Well, and I know that the NHL said that they're going to basically treat this next week. I think there's January 1st or something like that. They're going to treat it as if it was last season with testing. So basically test players every single day, which is, you know, heading in the right direction of like, because I guess my main, my main complaint is either take COVID seriously or don't take it seriously at all. Because it's wishy-washy, like, oh, we're going to test you every 72 hours. You know, like I said, COVID is just still tearing through, you know, locker rooms. You're not right. catching it in time. So what's even the point? Yeah, pick a side. Either, either test every single day or don't test at all because you're not catching it in time as you're doing it. Clearly. I mean, it's I just, mean right. Like, it's that's not, that's not an arguable thing. Yeah. Like, very clearly they are not because we have – uh, yeah. like a quarter of the league is now playing till over a hundred players or is it is are in COVID protocols right yeah and like i'm very i am very pro vaccine very pro COVID protocols and i will say that 
I'm just really frustrated at the league because they're not working. It's not working right now. Right. Fix the current it, policies NHL. aren't working, which yeah. is the problem. Yeah. Like, just fix it. Make it work. Make it happen, baby. Yeah. Oh, that felt good. I feel like a, a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. That's I've been sitting on that frustration, waiting for the Monday episode for like two days now. <laughs> it's what we're here for, baby. Oh, Scotty, any final thoughts you wanted to say? I know I kind of took over that rant there. No, hey, you you were on a roll, man. Um, any final thoughts? Uh, go blue. It's almost time. Go blue. Hell of a weekend to be a Detroit sports fan. Pistons broke their losing streak after like 15 Everybody. Games. Pistons, Wayne's Lions, baby. It was a good weekend. 3 and 0. We've got a, a hat trick game right before shutting down until after uh, Christmas. Good way to end it. We ball. We ball. No, right. no matter how bad I feel, I, I will always still be, <laughs> still be that. All right. Uh, Thank you guys for making Locked On Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make the make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. we we'll back with you guys with a new episode tomorrow. Don't know what we're going to be talking about yet. Honestly, probably going to be either Olympics, All-Star Game, or World Juniors because we got all that coming with us. Coming up, maybe, possibly, if COVID doesn't shut that down too. Uh, same time. Same place. It's your team every day. Every day. There it is. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.